Hey everyone, welcome to Hashtag Real Life. Abby and Danielle here. At Hashtag Real Life, we want to bring the essence of conversations back into our day-to-day lives. We want to tell the stories of the people around us with no topic off the table. Our hope is to create a safe space for ourselves, guests, and our listeners, all while bringing our authentic selves to create rambling but beautiful content. Now, let's talk about some stuff. Yeah, there's so many new things. (laughs) Oh my gosh, learning new things on our recordings. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hashtag Real Life. (laughs) It's Danielle. (laughs) And Abby. And apparently now we also have AI companions. That's cool. Zoom. Look at you go. (laughs) Yes. You know, it wants to keep you on the platform. Like, why go to another why go to another site or another, you know, platform when you have it all in Zoom? And no, this is not sponsored. <laughs> but we'll take it. Yes. <laughs> we will take the sponsorship any day. Oh, well, Danielle, uh, it here in Iowa has went from like 70, 80 degrees to literally 30 overnight. It is so cold here. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. I mean, I can't really say the same because every single time that I've walked outside, it's one of those, I feel like fall here right now is when you look out the window, it looks like it would be 30 degrees. Like you're Mm -hmm. thinking, okay, I got to bundle up all the things. And then you walk outside and then you end up sweating. Like that's, that's what it seems like. And it's really, it's, it's horrible. Like it's kind of horrible because you just don't really know that is hard. how it's going to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like kind of sunny, cloudy ish, like partly cloudy. There we go. And, and yet you walk out and it's like, whoa, it's chilly. Like we had a freeze warning last night. Mm, no, no, that's like, not what? Like, here. What? No. I think, I mean, maybe it's chillier today. Let me check the weather. Today, open a window. Okay, today it's 49, but yesterday it was, I think, 68 degrees. Nope. Yesterday was definitely, definitely a cool 37. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're not there yet. But I mean, I'm okay with it because, you know, it's really windy, really cold. So, yeah, that's why I'm surprised you're not colder, but I guess. What do I know? I'm no meteorologist. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have meteorologists to tell us. As long as it's not like freaking cold on Halloween, I'll be good. Last year it was beautiful on Halloween. Yeah. I remember Halloween's where I was wearing like my costume and I'd be super, I'd be like completely fine during the day. And then all of a sudden it'd just yep. be freezing. Like I remember those type of times. Um, literally before Dee and I were even dating, uh, Halloween in Ames, I was risky business tom cruise so just literally black short underwear like spandex shorts and a oversized t-shirt and it was freezing cold and we were friends and leaving the bar let me use his like jacket because i was freezing cold and walking blocks back to the dirty 5 30 for, for mm-hmm. after hours mm-hmm. it's funny because i um, I feel like maybe we've talked about this before, but maybe not on the pod, but like I watched a TikTok once where it was talking about how basically in that era of time, the types of shoes that we would trek around yes. in and the type of shoes that, that we would wear too. and just like booties and high heels and all that. And it makes me laugh a lot because the generation now, they, you know, they're all about comfort over style. You yeah. know, I mean, granted, they're still making their outfits really stylish, but they're all about the comfort. Yeah. So they're going to be wearing tennis shoes. They're going to be wearing platform shoes. I mean, the whole nine yards where we were going out on Halloween and a hundred percent wearing <laughs> 
the craziest shoes that were basically going to make you break your ankles like all the time. And so that's, I mean, maybe I was born in the wrong generation because I do like to prioritize comfort. We know this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) But I've been wearing high heels more. I've been wearing heels or like even like wedges and stuff now, like, and not like not minding it. Like, yeah. Look at me grown into my millennialness. Exactly. Well, and it's funny because back then I wasn't bringing like an extra pair of shoes either. I'm like, these are my shoes for the night. Like, this is how I, this is how I rock it. If these hurt, this is what it is. Like all about that. Whereas now I would bring an extra pair of shoes because I know Mm -hmm. better. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know better. But I think it's just, I think it's just kind of funny because so when you're talking about trekking it back, I just. I'm imagining that right now. <laughs> oh, oh 2008, 2009. Oh, those are my, fr- that was my freshman year of college. So yes, I do remember all the silliness. Mm-hmm. Between 2008 to 2012, my, my college four years were a wild time. Yeah, it was a, there was Especially some- at this time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were fun. They were good times. <laughs> good times had by all. <laughs> Good times had by all, uh, but not really what we came here to talk about, uh, but we always get on a good tangent, you know, this, uh, Danielle and I thought it would be kind of fun, you know, to, you know, now that it's like fall season, obviously, as we were just mentioning, so, you know, a little bit of a transition there. Oh, it's a kind perfect of, transition. <laughs> oh, perfect. Ed, that I had to explain, you know, that yeah. made it not perfect, but, uh, over explain here I am. But talking about like the different content, media, things that are coming out in the fall, because fall is like, right, new TV shows, new movies, new things. And I mean, I know I've taken in a lot of content as per usual and would love to recap and share. And I know Danielle has too. And we're just excited to get into it as always. Yes. And I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I remember even when we're thinking about the Ames days, like I remember putting on a sheet of paper, like making a calendar for myself of like when specific shows were coming out. Like I knew Mondays, like my block of time, I'm going to be watching this, 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 and this Wednesdays. This is what I watched Fridays, whatever. And then I would like plug in what else I was doing for the month or whatever. So like any other events I had going on or anything like that. And I would, it was like on a calendar, like I knew what TV shows I had going on because I wasn't, I wasn't a streamer back then necessarily, you know, you had to actually sit in front of the TV and watch whatever shows you were watching. So that was pure commitment on my part. I mean, it was, I honestly don't think you've talked about that before because I, that's news to me, I think. So I could be wrong. You know, we go through the archives and, and fact check, Mm -hmm. but that is really funny. I I mean, yeah, like my days right now are surrounded or by, or I look forward to, oh yeah, Monday's this, Tuesday's this, which I mean, that does get us into like, we always talk about dancing with the stars, which is on right now. And it's throwing me off that it's not Monday night. Mm-hmm. That's I been weird. Yes, it is really weird. I, well, I had an issue with it too, because at the beginning of the season, I was doing kickball. So I had kickball during the time of dancing with the stars was on. And so then I wasn't able to do that. That also is funny with Dancing with the Stars too, is because it's on it's on Disney Plus, which is cool because mm-hmm. you can clearly watch it in real time or you can watch the replay. But I know when it first launched on Disney Plus, you could only watch it on Disney Plus. Like it wasn't yeah. on anything on else. ABC. It wasn't 
on ABC or anything like that. So I know that took a major hit with like ratings and things, but. Uh, it sure did because I couldn't watch it. Cause for whatever reason, a, the Disney plus app would always mess up when I was trying to watch. So I am mm-hmm. personally glad that I can watch it live or the replay is fine, but right. I'm usually catching it live. I was, I mean, this past week, Danielle knows, like I had to miss it. Like I couldn't watch it till Wednesday because of a prior commitment with, with D and I was very, it just bothered me. Like, I was like, Oh no, I'm missing all. I'm not in my group text with Danielle. I'm not in my group text with my friends, Mallory and Roxanne. Like, Oh, I need, mm-hmm. need to need to be part of this. I want to know. I want to know. Right. And it was the most memorable year. Like that's my favorite night. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, I know we've talked about dancing with the stars before, but I mean, obviously we get very connected to it because we, you know, we love, love to dance, it. like we're dancers, like the whole nine yards. So obviously it brings up major connection, but I think Dancing with the Stars does such a good job of the storytelling of it all, you know, and they have mm-hmm. their specific theme nights and yeah, me like Abby as well. Like I love most memorable year night. I love Disney night. I mean, I'm just like a Disney freak. Yes. So Disney Halloween night, which will be out, coming out. Mm-hmm, yeah. They pull out all the stops and it's just, it's really cool to see the journey of all the dancers and just how they start to finish you know it's so cool and just the production value of that show is insane yeah and related content danielle knows this too but i'm like uh hate listening to cheryl burke of mm-hmm. previous dancers uh a pro dancers podcast called sex lies and spray tans which i think is an awful name for the podcast but that's mm-hmm. besides the point uh <laughs> but listening because she's interviewing you know past judges she's interviewing past pros dancers Uh, And kind of getting like them to spill tea a little bit, which is, that is entertaining. But it's so funny because I think Cheryl in and of herself is disconnected because she's like, I'm not bad mouthing the show. And it's like, well, I mean, you kind of are creating like drama. And then she's like, why wasn't I asked back for, you know, a tribute like dance? And it's like, well, you know, maybe because ABC is aware of this podcast, but Mm -hmm. that's, you know, besides the point, but yeah, this past week I was bawling my eyes out to the Len uh, Goodman tribute. R.I.P. Oh. oh, love seeing his old uh, videos and pictures. I mean, Len Goodman has been a judge from day one. This is his first season that he's not, and he obviously passed away a few months after last season. And oh, just he was what he was one of the best things of Dancing with the Stars. So I think Derek taking his place is a great is a great fitting thing but oh no one will be Len a a 10 from Len or from Len a 10 (laughs) yes and I mean Abby bringing up that tribute is just so good because I mean I barely made it through the episode like I mean I had to turn off and I even told Abby I was like um I'm a glutton for punishment because I literally watched (laughs) it I like re because I didn't watch it in real time but I like rewound it to like watch it again and I'm like (laughs) you know in that like emotional feels of it all but it's oh my gosh it was just so artistically beautiful and just Mm. it was a proper waltz you know and for everyone who is just a fan of the no frills yeah yeah like for everyone who's just a fan of the show is really cool to bring like the throwbacks in there and just to see everyone's dedication to Len and how much he brought to that show and to the dance, um, the dance legacy, you know, like bringing ballroom to the United States, just all, just bringing it 
into more of the limelight and the platform. It's just, it's so cool. It was so cool to watch. And I think it's cool, you know, being a viewer and being Mm -hmm. in it because as much as I love watching the celebrities, love, 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 love when they're with their pros, all those things, the pro dancers, when they do their group dances, it's just on a whole other level because dancing is a sport as we know. Mm -hmm. And it's just so cool to watch them in their element and to be able to go full out, with all the other dancers. And so it was beautiful. It was just, beautiful. yeah, I, I would love to go see Derek Huff live mm-hmm. doing his tour and someone that I know recently posted that they went to like Peoria, Illinois, which is mm-hmm. where he w- was the closest thing to Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he would be very cool to see. And, and again, that brings me back like my Instagram versus reality a few weeks ago, like Eli is loving tap. Like he practices every day and he's like, mom, come here. And we go down to our basement with, uh, where our cement is. And he's showing me, he's doing his shuffle step and then doing his like heels, like in the cult Susie Q and his, in his mm-hmm. tap dance. And he knows like raindrop, raindrop, knock, right. Toe, toe, heel. And he's like doing these combinations and like having, like, he's like my teacher and it's so cute. <laughs> And he loves it. And then he's doing his jazz, his ballet jazz, like combinations across the floor. But again, like showing me what he's doing. Like, oh, I just love dance so much. Yes. See, I love that. That's so fun. Well, and I think it's just like so cool that A, you got him into dance and he's loving it. And like you guys get to have a good time with it too. And it's just like another way for you guys to like bond as a family and just be like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. Like, yeah. Well, and, and kind of dance related, uh, well, not kind of, it is dance related. I finally, Danielle finally watched, and I just binged the season on Netflix dancing queen with Alyssa Edwards. Yes. It's so good. Right. It was, it's like dance moms, Mm -hmm. but then obviously bringing in like him and his, uh, drag performance is, oh, so good. It was so good and apparently there is going to be a second season but that came out a couple years ago so yeah I mean I watched that during 2020 because I think that's yeah. when it came out yeah yep mm-hmm. yeah so it came out yeah 2019 2020 and yeah pretty sure and so I finally watched it and I was obsessed that was like my background like I was paying attention but that's what I was doing when I was crafting my Halloween costume <laughs> so mm-hmm. it felt so yeah so related so if you haven't watched that show watch it it's really great and it also just gives you so much more insight into Alyssa Edwards. It gives you a lot of mm-hmm. insight into, you know, just having a dance studio and yeah, having competition and having a dance studio and like family, family dynamics of oh. like LGBTQ community, like all of that. So it's, it's a really, really good show. Like it's really well done. It, it was really well done. I am so glad, like it's been on my list forever and I'm like, you know what? Boom, here we go. Uh, yeah, I've said a couple different things. I mean, there's more that I've watched and listened and read and all that. But how about one from you, Danielle? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, real quick, we were saying something about Cheryl, Cheryl Burke, but I was yeah. gonna say, um, like just like Abby had kind of touched on. Obviously, if you're not watching Dance with the Stars, this might not even be anything on your radar. But it kind of goes back to what Abby and I were talking about in our other episode about like communication and just like communication styles and all that. And like there, I think it's very interesting to how the internet like grabs onto different things. And I know like a big thing with the Len Goodman tribute was 
what what pros were in it and like who yeah. can actually be there and all those different things. And I think it's really important, I think as a whole of our society to just really know that we never know all the information. Like we're never mm-hmm. going to know all the information of how anything's done, how any um, decisions are made or anything like that. So there's just so much backlash and so much intensity around like who didn't who get invited there? why wasn't this person here why wasn't that person here and I think sometimes we kind of miss the main message you know yeah. of what was really going on and like that was a tribute like for Lynn so it's kind of like all that other stuff is like behind the scenes shenanigans right. that and obviously that I mean, mean like people can't be hurt or anything like right. that but I just think it's just very interesting how the world kind of like is clinging on to a lot of that yeah. too, the Cheryl's well, podcast like that. how and- many yeah. How many pro dancers have there been over like 30 odd some seasons, right? Like there's been a lot. I doubt all of them could have done it even if they were all invited, right? Mm-hmm. Like would that have been cool to have every single pro? Sure. That would have been a cluster of a a number. So they wouldn't have been able to, but I do like they had what, like eight mm-hmm. previous dancers. Um, so I mean it was it was great to have the ones that were there. Yeah. Right. And it is a show, you know, at the end of the day, like I I hate like the moments, but it is still a business, you know? So Mm -hmm. like they also have to make a show. They have to have the budget, like all those different things. So, you know, you never really know like all, (laughs) all what's going on. So that was just kind of like my thing with that. Um, Okay. So one of the things I'm watching is that special forces world stuff is tough. I feel like maybe I've talked (laughs) about this before, but it's just so good. And I need to watch it. Yeah. Isn't that the celebrity one? Yes. And for those of you that don't know it, it is in its second season. It is a show about celebrities going into the special forces for I think it's like eight days or something like that and they pick all a ton of random celebrities like I mean it's just it's insane like they have Olympians they have athletes they have reality stars they have you know they have musicians like all the gamut of people and it's people from all different areas of our life you know what I mean it's not even just everyone who's just in the mainstream right now it could be you know like they had Tara Reid on this season like things yeah like stuff like that where they have you know an Olympic skier you know all those different things so I think it's really interesting yes the celebrity the celebrities are on it and you can definitely root for your favorite celebrity but it's not about that it's more about your mental and physical toughness so that's why I think it's really interesting for people to watch just because it really strips away not that's just just a celebrity, but it makes you really think about how you show up in the world, you know, like mm. what you what you're putting your mind to what you put your physical test to and all of those. And so I just think it's really interesting. And it's, yeah, it's very competitive. Like, it's really intense. Like it really is them and like, yeah. army forces, like they're trying to stay alive. Like it's scary they're things. Yeah, yeah, very scary things. But I think it's just really cool to watch. And it's just, it's a different type of competition show. Like it's not about them. It is about them competing against one another, but it's more so about them competing against themselves. So I think it just has like a bigger message. That's really cool for people. Yeah. I, I haven't watched it, but have seen like, and heard a lot of good things about it. And it almost reminds me like a, obviously a much more intense version of like MTV's the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. I used to love mm-hmm. that freaking show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that versus like fear fat, like fear factor or like a combination but with the reality aspect that or excuse me they're all reality but uh like celebrity aspect wasn't like jamie lynn spears on it 
Yeah, she was on it. Last season. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. Well, and also, I again another thing that I think is really funny, and maybe this is just my own like marketing brain of things, but I also think I love when reality shows pop up only solely because I love to see who's on them. And Mm -hmm. you really like to figure out because like even when we're talking about Dancing with the Stars, like right now, um, Ariana. Ariana's mm-hmm. on there and she obviously had a huge scandal with you know the Vanderpump scandal and then like Tom Scandal is on is on <laughs> special forces and then like Mauricio is on Dance with the Stars and like these are like a lot of people that are very very in mainstream media right now yeah and both of those shows so I gotta like nod the hat off to like PR people and marketing people the because casting directors yeah smart. it's mm-hmm. incredibly smart to put these people in these roles to a hype up their show but be to show like those other sides of them if they're trying to change a narrative you know yes so it is very very interesting when those things happen and so I think it's so freaking funny like I just I like can't I love it I it just like it's, my it's brain, a business like, yeah. yeah my brain like goes crazy where I'm like oh my god that was so smart like put them there like they probably have a book deal coming out or there's probably something happening with this and like it's just it's genius like it really really is mm-hmm. genius and I just think Yes, it's all for entertainment and all those things, but it's, yeah, it's a business. It's how to clear people's names. It's how to like show them in different lights. It's how to, you know, change their narrative. And it's so, it's so interesting. And I just like freaking love it. But yeah, that it's just funny. Uh, It is so funny. Yeah. And and it's true, right? They want the best ratings possible. And how are you going to get ratings is being controversial. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, Jamie Lynn Spears, like dancing, all that. I mean, kind of going back is a good segue for me too, because one reason I also couldn't watch Dance with Stars the Night of is because I was so emotionally torn from literally listening to Britney Spears's memoir audiobook all in one sitting. Like mm-hmm. I could not, I mean, I couldn't put it down. I could not take my earbuds out. It was so freaking good, Danielle. And mm-hmm. she's already heard me talk about it. I posted this on social media already, but like I was so emotionally like, oh, like listening to, I don't think I could have handled the Dancing with the Stars most memorable year uh, on top of it because my heart was just pulling for her. And I was really curious how other people like podcasts, celebrities, other reviews would be about it because I'm like, okay, am I just like, was I just so excited for this that that's why I liked it? But no, from the consensus I'm hearing from other people is they are also loving it and that it is well written. And of course there probably was a ghostwriter involved, right? We know this, Mm -hmm. Uh, but literally is my takeaway was that she like, yeah, put some truth bombs out there, but was so poised. And so like trying to be forgiving for all the people who were such shitheads to her and put her Mm -hmm. through hell. And like, I love Brittany. I wasn't like a Brittany Stan. Like I wasn't, I wasn't someone who was like in the free Britney movement, like at the forefront, but man, this makes it, she just, it, it, I don't, I don't have words. Here we are. Yeah. Like yeah, it's a yeah. podcast and I'm supposed to have words and I don't because I honestly would love to like re-listen to it again. Like, and I don't like to listen or read things more than once. So, you know, it was good. Which always cracks me up because that is like my MO to a T. Like if I love something, I'm like, I got to go back. I got to like take it all back in. And you're like, I'm good. I got it. Like on to the next. (laughs) On to the next. Yeah, it's, 
uh, my takeaways. And while I love Justin Timberlake's music, every memoir that I've heard of interactions with him, he was such a douchebag. That just makes me so sad. I know. I know. Like he was a douchebag apparently to Jessica Simpson and now to Brittany. And we, we knew the whole Brittany. I mean, the Janet, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of things. I think he was just a young, dumb, famous boy bander right like I mean mm-hmm. we all know how that that story rolls but yeah I'm so glad that Britney's memoir was as good as the hype led up to it because it could have easily been like I mean there's there, there have been celebrity memoirs that have not been so good uh and hers was freaking concise and beautiful and I would love if everyone read it so I could talk more about it yes yes I haven't read it yet but it's on my list I still have to read Will Smith's like I that's in my auto queue but I haven't read it yet I know right okay so how you're like oh yes Justin Timberlake like we know you're troubled and yet like Will Smith is going to be that guy for me like I know he's been through some shit and Mm -hmm. I really want to listen to Jada's too Mm -hmm. like Jada Payne yeah Uh, but I listened to the celebrity memoir book club on Will Smith's and yeah, sounds like Justin or not Justin sounds like Will Smith was also kind of a, a poop head in his yeah. early Fresh Prince days, which like, how did we not know that? Like he was his character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. If you watch um, it was, I think it was on Hulu or maybe it was on Disney and it was basically yes. like, yeah, the Will Smith thing. Reunion. And it had, mm-hmm. yeah, it had them like talking about, what he went through and he even said you know he was like he knew he was the highest paying person and like he thought he was the shit and all those things and that's where again it comes back to acknowledging acknowledging and also a lot of these celebrities they became huge celebrities so young like so young at such a such a pivotal area and they just had people feeding them money feeding them fame like telling them just different things about themselves and all of that, which also kind of leads me into something that I'm watching right now, Perfect. Um, which is kind of funny because I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I it, it adds perfect to the segue. But I'm watching the D'Amelio show. Um, so the funny thing about that is I never really like got into Charlie D'Amelio necessarily. I mean, yeah. yes, I love TikTok. I'm on it and everything, but she's like super young. So yeah. I just wasn't. I mean, I wasn't like on her side of TikTok, I feel like. And when I would look at her TikToks, I always just thought they were like kind of weird. Like I just didn't really understand like what she was doing per se. And I think that that was also just, I don't know if it was just a generational gap, but it's also just kind of how different generations use the platform, you know? And so, and when she became really big was in 2020, when I originally wasn't on TikTok in 2020, like I think I was at the tail end, but I was just, kind of a consumer I wasn't a creator on there so I think that also like changes your thoughts about things like once you become a creator on a platform it changes a lot of things on how you actually like view whatever so anyway um I started watching the D'Amelio show actually just a couple days ago and I'm already like midway season two yeah and it's pretty interesting because it goes exactly like what we were saying of like people growing up really young and like getting fame and like a huge thing with their show and I know a lot of people like sometimes try to compare it to the Kardashians like all those things Mm -hmm. and it just you know it's another family kind of popping up and showing you stuff but the thing about their show that makes it very different is they are very behind the scenes of what they actually do like 
sitting in marketing meetings and talking about brand deals and like the struggles and all those different things where obviously the Kardashians talked about that, but there's such a bigger brand. There's such like a larger entity where like they have to talk about like them as people, you know what I mean? Like there's, Mm -hmm. they they have so many other things to just like discuss, but the D'Amelio show is very interesting because they were a family that originally was from Connecticut and were basically just nobodies. And then Charlie just started posting on TikTok and then blew the fuck up. And and then they ended up moving to LA and it talks a lot. Like a thing that I think you'll enjoy about this is, and I think our listeners will too, it talks a lot about like mental health. Like they talk, they always have like a trigger warning at the beginning of everyone where it's just talking about like, if you ever have someone that's struggling with this and blah, blah, blah. And they talk a ton about what their struggles are with it and how they cope with it and like them going and seeing therapists and just like all this so they're very very open yeah yeah they're very very open about it which I think is so powerful you know especially with the platforms that they do have and um so it's just it's very very interesting and again like you know I'm just like obsessed with all these different things so I get like really into it but I, yeah, it's like really cool. And and one thing that is really wild when you watch it is they have um, like basically like comment bubbles, like pop up on the screen of just like just different comments that people have made to them. And I think it was Mm -hmm. so genius and so smart on again, a marketing and like production standpoint, because if you think about it, if you, let's say today you became ultra, ultra famous and you had 41 million fucking followers, right? Okay. Your phone, like if you, if you, you can, I mean, obviously I have like all my notifications like silence on my phone, but if you got onto your phone and it would just be like, boop, 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 like just, you know, going into it, that's what your life would be like. So it's Ugh. so smart and so interesting when they do it for the show because like the things just kind of like pop up and they're kind of like annoying, but it's like that that's creative yeah that's cool it's so genius and it has just like different things and it like adds to the narrative of what they're talking about and I just think it's so yeah it's so smart so yes I know it is another reality show and it's just like goofy and everything but it's it has so many different like depths and layers to it it's interesting well and I think that also just shows like the different generations of yeah, the D'Amelios are young, Gen Z, and compare if we compare it to the Kardashians, at first, like now I know with their their own show, they're on Hulu, they're taking more things behind the scenes, and you're seeing a little bit more of the real life in mm-hmm. air quotes. But like the Kardashians were always like, here's how we present ourselves, and this is how we want to be portrayed. Whereas it sounds like, yeah, the D'Amelios are trying to be like, no, this is this is what the the raw real dirty stuff that goes on behind the scenes so that is really smart Mm -hmm. well and it also kind of goes exactly like what we're saying about like the britney memoir like the Mm -hmm. the justin timberlake stuff like if you think about it when we grew up in this era like just being millennials it is exactly what you said with the kardashians it's very put on in a sense of like everything's good everything's fine like shit's happening behind the scenes but like no one knows like we don't talk about it like we know that this person's a dirty person but we never talk about you know like that's literally how we grew up you know like that and that is also like how the celebrities were presented in front of us you know like that is what was that's what it is and so I do think it is really important that now we are focusing more on like authenticity and 
in our media and what we consume because that other crap a lot of times is not real you know like or it is or it's real to an extent but then you know people are coming out with books and being like okay listen like this is and I mean yes that's how books sell but still you know what I mean like it could help a lot more people talking about it in real time as opposed to having all that hurt that they're going through and then having to deal with it so much later on in life yeah yeah Oh, the Britney Spears memoir. And I would say probably the meaning of Mariah Carey are probably two of the best memoirs I've ever read or listened to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mariah Carey one was great because it was Mariah herself reading it, mm-hmm. which she just gave some good. It's that, whereas it's probably a good thing that Britney didn't read her whole book because she does the prologue and her voice is so gravelly. So like raw, it, it probably would have taken me out. So they had Michelle Williams read it and it was so good mm-hmm. um yeah oh memoirs they're so they're my guilt they're not guilty pleasure we've talked about this no they're uh, what you like pleasure yeah what I like mm-hmm. uh well a show that I've watched that well D and I have actually watched and I wanted to watch it forever finally got to it and we binged the two seasons and we're waiting for the third is yellow jackets mm-hmm. people have been talking Danielle. about that <laughs> I, what people have been talking a lot about that show oh it is so good. Like, it's like kind of like a darker, well, I mean, well, yeah, darker version of like, I would compare it to like Lost for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's like more like sinister like things. Like it's a, it's definitely drama thriller, but there are just some fun, funny, like quirky one-liners. I mean, like Christina Ricci is in it. Uh, Elijah Woods in the second season. Uh, Melanie Linsky. Who else? Uh, oh God, why can't I think of her freaking name? Julie, Julianne, Juliet Lewis. Oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm gonna freaking suck at it. But they like, yeah, the adult and the kids. Like you go, they go back and forth in time. Like after this, like uh, plane accident and like what actually happened for the like 18 months apparently that they're missing. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. Christina. I don't know how Christina Ricci hasn't won for supporting actress because she's so freaking good in her role. Like, Oh, she's so good. Uh, but yeah, one day Dean, I couldn't find something to watch and it had been on my to watch. And I'm like, we're watching this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we just got sucked in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I definitely, like I said, I've heard a lot of people talk about it, but I just haven't gotten to it yet. But again, I'm one of those people though, you know, like it's on my list. And then once it's, once it's there, I'm, I'm obsessed. So I have to like take a second. <laughs> yeah. D I mean, it was, it, it was great. Great storytelling, like creative, dark, twisted, but also just so good. Like you, you are, you are on a journey with these, uh, with these characters and the, the kids who play them young, it's in the like mid nineties. So the soundtrack is on fire. Oh, so good. Nice. Oh yes, I oh, love good. that. I've heard it's also like just really trippy at times. Like it's just it gets yeah. like real kind of crazy. It does. Yes. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. glad, <laughs> well, because that they... for a while you don't know who survives or not. Like you know, like the core, but there's like a, a soccer team, a girl soccer team that their plane crashes in an unknown location and they have to survive. They survive. Some of them do, mm-hmm. but you don't know who doesn't for a little bit. Yeah. Oh. So good. So I good. love that you relate that back to Lost because I 
was obsessed with Lost. Oh. Like, it was so good. Like, that was just impeccable storytelling. I remember every you time a like new Lost, jacket set. Yeah, I remember every time a new Lost season would come out, I would be so excited to go to Target and, like, get the season. Like, oh, my gosh, I loved it. it was, I, I mean, you'd sit in a dark room and watch it and just be like, oh, and just the, just the different things with, like, the opening of the eye, like, every time. Like, yeah. <laughs> a new... Yeah. Yes. But there, I mean, how different we take in content now right like the technology right like audio books weren't like that big or if they were you had to get them on like the cds right versus just on an app or yeah you we used to to watch like seasons of shows you either had to watch them live or wait till they came out on Mm -hmm. cd versus now you can stream like if you miss something and there's just so much out there Mm -hmm. that yeah we're not even cracking the surface of all the new things that you could be watching, reading, listening, uh, and taking in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, I think it's like my last show that I can think of is the bear. Um, yes, it's so good. So for those of you that haven't watched it, it is, uh, Chicago based. So if you want to learn more about Chicago, like definitely check that out. It's also about the Chicago food scene. So if you're a foodie, really, really great. Also, Abby, once again, was talking about the soundtrack and Yellow Jackets, the soundtrack and the bear is so, so good. Um, If you ever were a fan of the show Shameless, the main character, um, the character Lip is the main character in the bear. So like the younger brother or the, the second oldest child. um, Yeah, he is in it I mean he's the one that has the piercing blue eyes I mean he's it's extreme like he's so good um he's Danielle's type is basically (laughs) oh my gosh his eyes are freaking phenomenal but anyway but so there yeah so basically it's about him creating a restaurant like with his family essentially um obviously I don't want to like give it away but it's yeah so it's it's so good I mean it is it's definitely like he's, he was like a Michelin star chef, you know, like all these things. So, um, it's really, really cool. There's so many like different nods to Chicago restaurants and there's just been like a lot of restaurants that have really like taken off, like since the show has came about and all those things. So it's a really, really good. There's so many different family dynamics. It's like a very intensely heavy family show, you know? So there's a lot, not like cheesy family but like family show in the sense of like lots of dynamics lots of layers lots of problems lots of things like here and there and so it, it can get kind of dark but it's really really good uh really really well written and like supporting cast is like really really good too it's on hbo or not on hbo it's on hulu sorry i was gonna say i've heard good things about it too so just haven't i love that that like we each we both have similar tastes in things and but the things that you've watched I may not have yet or vice versa but like everything that you've shared like I totally would watch and mm-hmm. yeah get into so yeah, yeah. So it's like it's so good I don't I'm not really reading anything crazy right now I mean I obviously am going to be reading our book for book club we're reading yeah. like tomorrow tomorrow and tomorrow I think it's tomorrow like- and tomorrow and tomorrow yeah I'm one yeah. chapter in so <laughs> yeah so we can't give you a whole lot of it yet but I guess maybe we'll do another one. We'll be able to give you more of that, but that's a good mm-hmm. book to check out. Um, I also- Danielle still needs to watch the pilot of that 70s show so we can do a recap. Oh yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I like literally forgot all about that. Um, 
Yes, I forgot about that. Obviously, I'm always listening to Game of Roses podcast, which <laughs> is my Bachelor podcast. I mean, it's so freaking good. Like, if you're ever into The Bachelor, watch, listen to it. Um, If you ever want to know, like, if you want to, like, grow, I don't know. There's, like, yeah. If you want to grow? Kind of, I was saying, like, grow in life. You could listen to oh, like, Okay. I was like, I, I didn't know if there was more. Yeah, there was more. I was like reading something. Um, the skinny confidential podcast is really good. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's all I can think of. Hey, yeah. Oh, you know, I can always give a good podcast or love a good, I'm really liking even the rich. Uh, it's like three to four episodes each season. And there's like over 30 some seasons, but go through like different celebrities or different, uh, people in history or certain events in history. So like right now I'm listening to the one, it's like a four part episode on uh, Marilyn Monroe and they like just how they, how they narrate and storytell is really interesting. Um, I just also listened to one on Dolly Parton, but they have one on, oh gosh, um, JFK. They have one on Jessica Simpson or I care like basically like any celebrity, oh, Beyonce and Jay-Z they have. So yeah, I've I've really enjoyed that podcast. Uh so yeah, it would probably be my my wreck right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like obviously, as you can tell, like, I mean, I think the main takeaway that I always take away from these, like when people are telling like recommendations and stuff, is I always like gravitate towards really great storytelling. <laughs> so I mean, mm-hmm. I think that that's like a big thing. I mean, I also gravitate a lot towards like music of shows, you know, like, I mean, there's a there's a point in time where literally half the songs that I would look for on Spotify or back in the day when I used to download or something, those would be from TV shows. So like, I mean, the Grey's Anatomy soundtracks, I would always like a, a major pivotal point in Grey's Anatomy when a song would come on, I'm like, what's that oh. song? And I'd have to listen to it. So yeah, so that's what really gets me is like amazing storytelling and like music. <laughs> and if we literally want to compare everything we've shared is like at the heart of it, what we like is the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every single every single thing we've mentioned. Yeah. Dancing with the Stars, Special Forces, um, the Britney memoir, all the podcasts, right? Like mm-hmm. what we gravitate towards, the different shows. Huh. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Storytelling is at the heart of everything. Like, and it goes back to also what we were saying with like the authenticity online and things like that. Mm. Like it's the heart of it is the story that's told. It's not about like who's in it or what it is. It's like about how someone can tell a story and how someone can invoke emotions. Yeah. Oh, well, that isn't the greatest cherry on top. I don't know what is. Right, right. You know, it's all coming full circle, man. It really, <laughs> really is. Oh, tell a story. Well, hopefully we are getting better and better each time that we record at sharing our story with the world. Storytelling, yes. Beginning, uh, middle, and end. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we try. We try. <laughs> Yeah, Instagram versus reality. What do we think? Um, mm, I don't know. I mean, is there a popular show or thing out right now that is popular, but you don't think has good storytelling that kind of fit in like Um, looks one way, but isn't. I have to look at like shows really fast. I Um, know. 
Hmm. Oh, I would say like, okay, so this isn't like necessarily to your question, but I would say do it. Oh, okay. So what I would say is an Instagram versus reality. So kind of like a holding two truths thing. So kind of how we were saying like, you know, Will Smith is problematic, but listening to his story, like helps you understand more about him or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. or, um, like I also watched, um, at taking on Taylor, which is, and I'm a Taylor Swift fan, but it was a documentary about like basically talking other people talking about like taking on Taylor from a standpoint of like her musically and like just mm. a, um like a lawsuit that's going on. And so I, okay. I think it's always important to understand like both sides, you know, and like, yeah. you know, when you're fans of things like your your celebrity, whoever or whatever, whoever it is in life, there there's always going to be moments where they might be disappointing but like you know we're all human like all of that so just kind of like understanding the two sides to everything and that can be the same that is yeah very important I like that thanks two sides three sides to every story yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. someone can only a memoir right can only tell their experience yeah Mm -hmm. yeah okay I lied that was the perfect cherry on top (laughs) yes I got the Instagram versus reality approval from Abby (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you're funny (laughs) yes I love it well I mean we hope that you guys will take away some funny um things that maybe you want to watch listen to read um I mean obviously we're always taking in all the content all the things so Mm -hmm. I mean, share with us what you are watching, reading, exactly. listening. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so let us know. Um, keep us posted. And yeah, I mean, thanks for listening once again. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> We're out. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you so much for taking the time during your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you did to listen, but we would love to hear more from you. Love to hear more from you. So make sure you join us on Facebook at Real Life Podcast with Abby and Danielle and like and subscribe to our podcast. If you're not an Apple user, we are actually on Spotify as well, but on Apple, you can leave us a review, but don't forget to leave us a review on Facebook as well.